All right. Hey, every <laughs> hey everyone, and welcome to a, another episode of How I Met Your Mortgage. As always, I am your host, Adam Smith, with Justin Tips Coaching, and with me pretty much as always. In fact, she's probably here 100% of the time, and I'm doing 99, is <laughs> our marketing director and one of our other coaches, Jen Wayborg. Good morning, Jen. Good morning. Oh, I did it. I was... I. Got it in my head to not say good morning when I did the intro. <laughs> Although it's fair because where you and I are, it's morning. It's true. And it's if we're true. just going to have a conversation, the two of us, then so be it. Normally, you guys would be used to us having a guest on the show or even multiple guests on the show. And we do have a really cool guest slotted for today. Your favorite British mortgage broker, Ben Lavender in New York. But we haven't seen Ben yet this morning, so or heard back from Ben this morning. So maybe he'll join us and we'll talk about Ben. Actually, we could talk about Ben we could. without Ben. And actually, true. there's there's some legitimacy and some decent content there. So maybe we actually should. Um, I don't have a problem with that. And maybe we'll refrain from spilling any dirt that we have on Ben. Ben did just email me that he's signing on in three minutes. Three so. minutes. All right. So, mm -hmm. so we have three minutes to late. talk about Ben. So we can talk about Ben sort of behind his back, although this is live and we're recording and right. it'll be on our podcast before the end of the week. And yeah, that's going to be tough because he'll be able to pick that up. But um, Ben is certainly a special guest and a good friend. And boy, did he go out of his way for us this fall already coming to the Mile High Mastermind last month to talk to our audience about short form, short format video. Yeah, really. He was TikTok on our short, reels. yeah, TikTok and Reels yeah. our panel. Um, and it's funny because as a result, I've been watching more and more of his TikTok stuff. You probably have too. And it's good. It's really yeah. good. And Ben has almost figured out a way to take a subject as boring as mortgages and make it interesting in short format video. So yeah, kudos to him because that yeah. is not easy to do. And if he can do it, well, then a slightly less boring subject like real estate, boy, our realtors ought to be able to do it. Uh, certainly our coaching clients that are real estate agents, but then again, our coaching clients that are mortgage originators are doing some pretty badass things yeah. with short format. Um, kudos to Ken, Nod, Steven, Nod, and um, we'll uh, jump through all of those hoops with those guys some more this week as well. Um, yeah. So, yeah, why don't you tell us what uh, really were your takeaways from that short format video panel? Um, and I can't remember who else sat on it. it was Lindsay, Lindsay McCoy from California, yep. Ben Lavender from New York, Riley. We had Oh, yeah, Riley Rydeen from California and yep. a local real estate agent. That was Andrew. Andrew, yep. I'm going to butcher his last, his name, last is about name. 27 letters long. So, right. yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, look who showed up. <laughs> and look how cool he is, too. I don't have any sunglasses here with me. We Hello, my friend. Entire Hello, episode in sunglasses. We could certainly try that. Nah. I, don't, I, don't I mean, we can, that. but I was going to take them off. All right. How are you, Ben? I'm fantastic. Long time no see. Yeah, we were actually just talking about your most recent visit to Denver and your short format video. And 
Uh, as a result, I've been talking more or uh, getting more and more of your short format video content, the TikTok for sure. Um, it's such a genius algorithm, though. There was never any doubt that it was going to bring me more of your content. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about the fact that you have actually figured out a way to make a subject as boring as mortgages not so boring. Oh, thank you. Which is that. hard to do. And if you can make a subject like mortgages not boring, boy, we could do all kinds of great things with real estate and car sales and, yeah, just kicking ass. So, well, I do have one, one advantage. <laughs> What's and that, that advantage is that I am fucking hilarious. And this I was going to say, I thought you were going to say your accent. Oh, no, I, mean, I knew that's what you thought. That's why I you know, yeah. gave you a little mis- yeah. mislead there. No, um, I mean, it's, it's just be yourself. Like, I'm naturally just like a goofy person. Um, and I think it works well because a lot of people take me very seriously be- because of the accent. So it's like, I think it's a contrast. My behavior contrasts with my voice. Right? And, I, and I think sure. that's why people, um, you know, resonate or whatever or, or enjoy the content. Right. I mean, it's not truthfully like super, super fun content. It used to be much more fun. But like these days, it's hard to do that type of stuff to do like skits because it's got to be short form. But like I'm trying to slowly find ways to insert my personality into um, the short form videos. And, uh, you know, it, it takes time, but it's like anything else, you know, and you, and you get more playful and, and you have to find ways. So what I think is, is a challenge, um, especially during like this time in, in the business where volume has dropped significantly and a lot of loan officers are kind of freaking out about it. You know, thank God we're still doing well. Um, but like when you're down, like, or your momentum's down, you have to find ways to put yourself into the right frame of mind. Okay. So for, for instance, like I notice small things, like if I go to the gym in the morning, um, and I put myself into a better frame of mind, I'm going to be more lively and more fun when it comes to shooting videos and stuff. Right. So it's like, it's small things. If you're just like moping around all day and, you know, volumes down and you, you know, do the video, hello, you know, yes, mortgage rates are high and, you know, the world is ending and Elon Musk <laughs> fired everyone at Twitter, right? Like it's, it's not exciting. You have to show some enthusiasm. And I mean, you guys know me pretty well. I'm, I'm a fairly easygoing person, but, you know, when I'm on video, I turn it up a little bit because I want the, the audience to, to feel the energy and feel the engagement. So I think, uh, I think that's key. It is key. But just so we're clear, in England, you're basically the court jester. Yeah. And that dry sense of humor escapes a lot of Westerners. It does. does, But it's Uh, it's a risk I I have to take. Agreed. And for those of you that don't know Ben personally or have not met Ben or are not following Ben, yeah, he is fucking hilarious. I will (laughs) certainly back him up (laughs) on that. It is is worth a watch. Uh, He is basically the... uh, God, if there was a mortgage broker, court jester, James Bond escaped to America, you'd be it. Thanks, man. Yeah, we should uh, we should yeah. come up with a character like that. Oh, we have one. He's Ben Lavender, your favorite British mortgage broker. You are the man. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. <laughs> all right. So, that, and don't get me wrong. We don't certainly have to talk about short format video, although okay. Jen and I were struggling to talk about you without it being... Um, you know, things you may not necessarily want out there on a podcast. 
no, I don't mind. I can I can give you all the the secrets on how I do it. All the oh no, we know how you do it. We know that you're certainly willing to share. We were going to talk about things like your hair. Oh, we could do that. I'm your I'm your, your height. Um, you know those kinds of things. But um, she's got the two extra inches on these. <laughs> I had to, to boost up your platform I got, shoes. I got the For those listening, you just missed Ben trying to like do a high kick on the yeah. podcast. Yeah, and I just those my quad in the process. Ah, <laughs> crap. Ah, I know that oh, feeling. It'll be fine. All right, but don't get me wrong. There, it is certainly a unique time in the business. Maybe even a twitch more unique than when we saw you five or six weeks ago. And I think that it's important to understand that there are a lot of things going on that aren't doom and gloom, that aren't, you know, worth moping around. And in fact, I'm probably as busy as I've been all year when it comes to our mortgage side. Awesome. Um, yeah. And don't get me wrong. I Nobody's in a panic. Nobody's moping. Um, those kinds of things, certainly not in my office or with uh, the LOs or processors or LOAs or anything to that effect. Well, but, but we're different, right? We're the, the top one half percent in the country. I'm like, I'm really referring to like 99% of the people in the business. I get it. Yeah. Um, but it, there are fleeting moments. I'm not going to lie. Of course. Um, you know, because part of being, and I can't remember who did the, uh, uh, the, audio clip of you know god loves a realtor we've all heard it um, paul harvey paul harvey thank you ben go listen to god loves a realtor um and really god loves a mortgage broker too i promise um but there's a line in it about how this person wakes up every day unemployed mm. and there's some truth to that and I know full well that even when I get into that, you know, millisecond of mopiness about that particular subject, if I just do what I know to do, what I've always done, do my work, it works if you work, yeah. if you go and do your job, then yeah, there's really no reason to be and that is pretty much fleeting and goes out the window right away. Um, so hopefully the 99.5% will grasp that and understand that and uh continue to do the things they need to be doing rather than doing sleazy shit like buying trigger leads yeah <laughs> i won't get into that but yeah a lot of clients asked me about that this weekend why am i getting 30 phone calls yeah because we sold your information to our competition because we would do that that's right that's yeah, what that, i that, want that you to go out there and find a better deal absolutely or at least talk to people who will promise you one and probably can't deliver it anyway yeah. um but in that last six weeks or certainly in the last year plus that you've been on the podcast things are really different very. There's no question about it. Uh, the real estate markets in all of our major metropolitan areas have cooled off a bit. We're seeing, you know, two or three offers, 20 days on the market instead of 30 offers and 20 minutes on the market, that kind of thing. I've seen a ton of price reductions. Obviously, we've got a lot of agents and sellers slow to adjust. And of course, if homes are priced fairly, you're still going to have a relatively significant, easy path to selling your property mm. that kind of thing interest rates are significantly higher although i don't think people buying homes really care i think everybody knows they're going to refinance it next year year after outside latest you'd so, be surprised uh, there are a lot of people that do i mean i find that do freak out about them uh, about it and like sometimes not sometimes always we try and have that conversation with them um but, but the reality is adam when you say like 
they don't care. I think what you mean is like the, the need for a home overrides the worry about rates, right? Obviously, oh, they're, not, sure. they're not happy, but if you need a house, you need a house, right. right? So, and it goes back to like, even during like COVID, the refi boom, I was 70% purchases and 30% refi. And I think as, as a loan officer, you have to be focused on purchases if you're going to survive long term. So like what I'm seeing with a lot of the newer people that entered the business the past two years is that they got all this easy business over the past two years and they don't know what it's like to work hard in a difficult market. So it went from everything being super, super easy to things being challenging. So, you know, it's it's hard to learn that. I mean, also for some of the veterans, right, that we know, I mean, we, we know in our groups, Adam, that, you know, not everyone is, you know, like 100% and, and pushing. We have our rough days, but at least we've been through it before and we know how to like spruce that back up. Whereas these newer people that it's just, it's so hard for them because they don't know anything else but easy business. Yeah, that's certainly true. I think that's been true from a cyclical basis. It's been a long time since we've done this, you know, 07, 08. Definitely a difficult era in the mortgage business. Um, uh, the precursor or the beginning of the last significant recession. I don't think this one will be as significant. Um, and I don't think it's going to be as long. Obviously, I always look at this as a pendulum swinging back and forth when it comes to things like economy, mortgage rates, business being up and down for mortgage originators and real estate agents and the pendulum swung really far, really fast really this year. Yeah. And it's going to swing back really far and really fast. I don't think we'll see mortgage rates in the twos. No. But if we saw mortgage rates at five or lower by the end of the year, I really wouldn't bat an eye. Really? And if we saw, oh, yeah. And if we saw mortgage rates in the threes in 2024, I wouldn't bat an eye. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't um, know if it's going to come that. I mean, I hope you're right. But I also think it's healthy, you know, for, for rates to go up a little bit and to kind of cool the market down. Oh, sure. um, it's it's needed. Right. Like you said, on the on the pendulum, there's got to be a bit of a balance. And, and we're getting that. Just unfortunately, it does affect people's lives and their ability to pay their bills. But it's the it's the reality. And you also have to, like, look at the past two years. I mean, I remember even like Adam, I would say it every week. Uh, when I was talking to my team, like this is like, I, this isn't going to last forever, right? Grab as much business as we can do the right thing. But keep in mind that this party can end any second, any second. And of course it did not because I was a genius, but just because it's, it, it made sense. It's too easy. Well, and yeah. it's a cycle. This is how it it's going to go up and down and up and down. That, that uh, the thing about a pendulum is it never just sits still at the bottom. Agreed. It's it's going to go back and forth. Um, I just expect this to be a shorter and more violent cycle. And it, it is. Violent. I can't even remember the last time I saw I choose violence. Yeah. Always. Well, he, he was right about being hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do uh, agree. I don't know if Barry said it or I heard someone say it. Like, due to... Um, technology these days the, the the cycles of recessions and booms is going to be much faster than it used to be um which i i think is is great right that's that's a good thing again as long as you're prepared financially you're okay 
Um, but I, I think that what's nice about that is that there's going to be more opportunity for people that are smart with their money, you know, to make appropriate investments when prices come down. I'm not just really talking about real estate. I'm talking about, you know, buying businesses or, you know, stocks, whatever. So, um, you know, hopefully, hopefully it will recover soon and, you know, everyone will be happy again. But the, the same thing, you know, our CEO Shah said this in our sales meeting last week is that what what you have to realize is that it's never truly easy right even when we had so much business coming in last year the year before it was still really hard what really just happens is that the problems change right, right? so the problem past few years is you know hiring a team training the team managing all the business getting back to all the referral partners right just like there's there's always a challenge and what you get better at over time is doing hard well is what he said right it's like you just you gain more experience as you go through these things and you can't ever think that it's going to get easier in a year or it's going to get easier in 2 years you just you have to do your best and do everything that you can to grow in whatever period that you're in and you know why do i say that because it sounds like such generic stupid advice right but the reality is that a lot of loan officers that i know are kind of just like chilling out right now they're like business is slow there's not much i could really do um it's <laughs> gonna yeah right and even for us we're definitely down but we're not down 90 percent. i'm down 15 percent Right. right. That's, you know, thank God, you know, that's, that's amazing. I'm very happy with that. Right. Um, yeah. and, Nobody's right. working more than 40 hours a week. My team yeah. doesn't want to kill me or each other. Yeah. Right. And there are loan officers in this business who are growing, right. Who are doing more than they did last year. So it's just a, a, a frame of mind and you, you have to keep wanting to do better and be a winner. It, it's really, it's really that simple, but you can't just like chill out and be like, Oh, I'll come back next year when rates, you know, dip. Mm, yeah, it doesn't quite work that way. <laughs> unfortunately uh, not. Yeah, well, unfortunately for them. But, you know, it's similar to what I consider, <coughs> excuse me, an annual cycle. And one of the things we talk about a lot is, well, and you see it, at least you see the direct result of it. Mortgage and real estate conferences occur in the fall. We saw you in Denver last month. Yeah. I've been to Vegas since then. I've been to Phoenix since then. Somewhere else along that list. California. California since then. But a lot of mortgage and real estate conferences, I think because decades of history have led us all to believe that business slows down in the fall, whether the market's good or not. And I'm going to be wrong. I'm a lot busier in the latter half of the year and certainly in Q4 than I was in the first half of the year. Yeah. A lot of that I blame myself for just not adjusting to the changing market quickly enough. But Neither here nor there. And as a result, I think the general industry or industries, depending on how you define it, have this deep-seated belief that real estate mortgages slow down in the fall and further into the winter. A lot of people think it's okay to just cut out from Thanksgiving to New Year's. <laughs> Jen and I refer to it as a holla month, not a holiday. It's funny. And it's really not true. There are people buying and selling. There are people borrowing money on and on throughout those entire periods. And if you continue to be constant and consistent in your workload, doing the work you know that generates the work you need, 
year-round, 12 months a year, then not only are you going to be busy year-round, but you're actually not even going to see that business drop off in fall and winter, yep. et cetera, because of all the other people that aren't doing their work. Exactly. You can capture their business. Yeah. Because there are going to be a bunch of LOs right now that are just sitting at home, doing nothing, playing their fucking Xbox, whatever the hell it is. Not that I even really know how to do that, but... Um, not a bad thing, Adam. Right. And the, the bottom line here is that, yeah, we've got a smaller pie. Fewer mortgages are being done. But because of these people exiting the business, and we're going to have a fairly significant exodus, people that are going to stay but are not doing the work or laying low are going to take that haul a month, the pieces of that smaller pie are going to be bigger. Yeah. So take advantage. Do what you do year-round. Do what you did last year. Do that hard work. It's a little different than when we're dealing with the tasks that make it hard because it's a voluminous situation because we've got so much paper moving. But Ben, he's right. Just right. It's, it is always hard. It's just a different kind of hard. Yeah, and I think you have to be... The type of this is something that I say a lot. I've probably said it on on here a lot. And I think what kind of makes me different, and I can thank my uh, my Jewish mother and father for raising me this way, is that I have I have the ability to take tremendous punishment, right? To I I respond fairly well to like negative situations or negative reinforcements. You know, you you have to be tough. And if, if you feel pain, and I'm not, obviously I'm not talking about physical pain, but like if you're experiencing- Oh, good, because we thought they were beating the crap out of you as a kid. Yeah, no, so they, they, they- Get they, ready to call children. They never did. My, you know, what's funny is that my dad had this belt that was given to him by his mother, which, you know, he would occasionally threaten me with, but not to, like, he would just like keep it in the closet and say, yeah, you know, I used to get hit. And lo and behold, I found out like five years ago, like they never even hit him. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> anyway um, you have to, you know, have the ability to take punishment, to go through hard times in this business, because if you're trying to grow, you will always go through something difficult in this business. So, uh, you know, if, if you're, if, if you don't respond well to that, if you grew up, you know, getting trophies for breathing oxygen, this is not the right business for you. Isn't okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> And and that's just the truth. Well, right? and that's it, actually that's not true. This is the right business for you, roughly two out of every fifteen years. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Or if you like getting home snap awards for doing absolutely nothing, I was you know forgot about those. Top fifteen point five percent. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so it it really comes down to that because you know mindset is key. It's it's again it's like a, it's another thing that I. I love about this business because you have to have both. You have to have all like the internal skills of being able to structure loans and being able to market and like managing a pipeline and business development. But then on the other side of that, you know, you can't really grow that unless you have the right approach to doing it. So a lot of loan officers like mentally, they, they want to grow, but they're just it's it's difficult in this market. They don't know how to because. They're getting pushed down by the like. I even catch myself, Adam. You know, I definitely have fleeting moments as well. I'm like, okay, my phone's a little dry today. I'm not getting as many referrals, and then I like go into freakout mode, and I just like start drumming up business. And then you know, a couple of weeks later, I have some deals. Obviously, it's not that easy. It takes more time, but you you kind of get the gist. But 
if you respond well to that, like you can't be the type of loan officer that says, uh, my phone's a little dry today, you know, I'm going to look for another job. Like, because I've, I've heard loan officers like joke about that. Like, oh, I'm going to find like another gig. Like that thought doesn't even like enter my mind, like not even remotely close. So like, if you're already kind of thinking that way, even as a joke, you've already lost. Okay. There is no plan B or plan C. Like th this is it. This is it. And anything like to, to think about doing something else is just an escapism. It's just a way for your brain to kind of relax a little bit so you don't freak out as much. So, and that's, that's the same thing. It's not being able to take punishment. It's not being able to look pain in the face and face it and, and do something about it. That's what I really mean by it. Like you have to be able to take punishment and, and mindset is key in this. I'm guilty of that. I occasionally I will think boy, <laughs> instead of mortgages, I'm going to run a drug cartel. Yeah, but like, my Spanish is so weak. Ah, yeah, so. mine, too. mine too. There's always time. Go to Mexico for two weeks. <laughs> Plenty true. Um, all right, so obviously mindset's going to be a big deal. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. I think working on your business just as important as any other time frame it is. And I understand the last couple of years, everybody's really been really busy working in their business. Now is still a good time to do things like more systemization, more automation, yeah. better, you know, shuffling of pieces around, improve your process, make your loan process, make your real estate process a better process for the consumer while you have time to do that. It's, it's why we get an influx of coaching clients when uh, businesses love people want to work on their business. Yeah. No ifs, ands, or buts. And I think another big piece of the puzzle is you've got to stay task-oriented. You know what you need to be doing when it comes to those pieces, to structuring a loan, to marketing, to generating business, to talking to uh, referral partners, advocates, lead sources, whatever the case may be, I think it's important that we continue to do all of the things that we know work. We certainly need to be doing them a little better. And I think that there's a really weird definition of that. One of these conferences, and uh, credit to Josh Pitts, he caught me in a really sharp moment. He said, let's do a live video, okay? I'm here with, <laughs> I'm here with Mr. Tips. Give us a tip. I said, well, you know, here are a couple of tips when you're doing conferences since we're at a conference. And he immediately went on to somebody else. And I can't remember if it was an executive at the company that was putting on this event or it may have been an executive at a wholesale lender that will go unnamed, although we all know who they are, who said, now's the time to double down. If you're calling five real estate agents today, call 10. No, <laughs> don't do that. You're calling five right now that aren't producing any business. You're going to double your time wasted by calling 10 that aren't producing any business. True. Work on the relationships with those five that you really like. Help them learn how to generate business, buyers and sellers. How do we get leads? Don't, yeah, please don't just double up on the t on the things you know aren't working. Don't, don't do that, <laughs> I beg you. Yeah, I find Adam, I mean, so for guys like, you know, you and I, 
that makes a ton of sense. I find that the problem is with most loan offices is they're not calling any realtors. They're not calling any CPAs or attorneys that they can get business with. They don't even know how to like have those conversations and, and generate business. And I'm, I'm all for doubling down and I'm, I'm with you. you. You want to double down, but in, in the right way, work with the right partners, all that stuff. But like, if, if you've only been in this business for a few years, like you need to, you need to prospect for business every single day. Every I mean, day. Even, even the new loan officers on my team, like you can, you can stare at a file for two hours, but that's going to do nothing when it comes to helping you get the next deal. And, and you have to, you have to audit your day from start to end. Like, what are you doing from when you wake up to when you go to sleep? Like what activities are you doing? You have to keep yourself accountable because you know, who else is going to, if, if you don't. Very true. And, and obviously that's part of what leads into this, you know, annual cyclical belief about business slowing down in the fall is that when people are stuck in their business over the busy summer months, real estate agents, even more so than mortgage originators, yeah, then you weren't doing that prospecting work. You weren't doing that lead gen work and 30, 60, 90 days later, you don't have any work to do. And okay. now all of a sudden it's the holidays. So yeah, that certainly makes a, whole lot of sense i don't know about you adam but historically speaking december tends to be one of my strongest months i don't know why it just i, I wouldn't say it's my number one of the year though that's happened a couple times but it's usually like in my top three of the year every year yeah yeah almost yeah, every that's year. because so. you do your work year round yeah so and even though other people don't but like Adam, you said like the the business is cyclical, but you cannot treat it as if it is, right? Because if, if you take a break, you won't be ready, right? Well, one, you won't survive, you won't do well, but forget all that stuff. Like you just literally won't be ready for when the next boom comes. So like our thought process now, and I talk to my team about this all the time because, you know, they're focused on current stuff. I'm always thinking, you know, like what's my pipeline going to look like in three to six months from now? Okay, great. I've, I've got 15 million in currently, let's say that will close sometime over the next, you know, four to eight weeks. Okay. But what, what about nine weeks to 18 weeks from now? Where is that business coming from? How are we going to get that? What are we going to do? And like, so again, this is what I, I mean, when I say like, I respond well, to to negative rein, reinforcement or just kind of negativity in general it's my personality and like i think that the winter is going to be very very challenging i think it's going to be january to march is going to be very tough i i don't have data to prove anything as to why that is it's just a gut instinct but that gut instinct keeps me sharp and you have to kind of like dig into that and use it as fuel because now I'm just like, I'm thinking constantly, what can I do to make sure that I have a very, very strong Q1? Everything I'm doing now is for Q1 and Q2 of next year. And that's the way you have to be. Meanwhile, like half the people in the business have taken off for the next two months. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's really well said. Um, and I think it's because they're kind of operating in the same manner of things like the way the Fed does. And we're driving while looking in the review mirror and nothing else. We're not looking at what's going on now. We're not looking at what's going to go on in three months or six months. We're kind of driving down there looking at what's happened instead of what's happening or will happen. But I think it's human nature. Right? We refuse to believe something could happen until it's actually happening. I agree. Uh, and did you want to talk about some short form stuff? I know we kind of veered off. Is there anything? Yeah, we can talk about whatever. We, we didn't let Jen do any talking. 
And Jen already let me know that we're over time, which is fine. But yeah, I'll shut the hell up. And Jen, what do you want to know from Ben these days? Well, I actually want to share something pretty cool with our audience and with Ben. Um, Facebook business manager did a huge update this weekend. Um, I tend to get the rollouts a little bit earlier, so it might not have rolled out to everyone. But now when you upload a video to post to your business page or your business Instagram, it is automatically going to invite you to switch it into real format and walk you through editing the real within business manager. So that now, is, that is cool. yeah, I was bitching about it at Mile High Mastermind because Creator Studio is awful. Awesome. But you can actually schedule reels through Business Manager now, and it actually works. Hmm. Which cherry on top is when it actually works because <laughs> Creator Studio, I scheduled a ton, and then none of them posted. So um, definitely check out your Business Manager and see what's going on there because they did a huge overhaul um, on but the Jen, whole format of how you post. Jen, you can't use it to post to your personal page, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Business only. There's a lot of weird things happening, though, because, I mean, for those in our audience, if you get an invitation to change your personal page to a professional digital creator page, definitely do it. Um, I talked about this last week on a workshop that I ran. And even if you never want to schedule posts to your personal, which I think you should, um, even if you never want to do any of these things, there's a lot coming on that side of Facebook, I think. And I think that scheduling reels might be coming on that side. I just got an email today inviting me to start monetizing my reels, which I have no interest in doing yet, but um, they want to be TikTok. So there's going to be things coming because they, they want to steal all of the glory of TikTok. So it's very original I mean, ideas. Facebook has right. Very original. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think there, of the last original was idea one. they had. They had when they, the, the, their idea, the Facebook. Yeah, exactly. Was the, the original, yeah. That was the only original idea, and everything else has basically been pilfered from somewhere else. And not that that's necessarily a bad thing, um, yeah. but it is what it is. All right. And we have obviously been very, very philosophical about our conversation today. And it's kind of hard to give the masses good content when you put somebody like Ben and I together that could... Talk about what went on in mortgages 15 years ago, 20 years ago, what we're going to deal with over the next 20 minutes, 20 hours, 20 days, 20 months. But I think just in the interest of giving the audience a little bit of solid, tangible, actionable kind of shit, which is really where Just the Tips kind of focuses, Ben, where can we find your short format shit? I know TikTok because um, I, I you all the time. To... Yeah, Instagram tends to be my home. Um, okay. Even though I post it on TikTok and Facebook, I get like the most engagement. And even if like the posts, so this is something I say all the time as well. Like even if your posts don't get a ton of engagement, don't worry, right? Because people are still watching even if they don't interact, right? So, but that's, yeah, that's basically where Instagram, if you want advice or just silly shenanigans, if you want to message me there, that's, you know, basically where I'm at. It definitely an opportunity for plenty of shenanigans. We like them. All right. Well, you haven't been on the show since the loss of the queen. So our condolences. <laughs> Thank uh, you very an much. Amazing woman. The longest ruler of England. Historically. Ooh, quite amazing. Yeah. She, I, she I, was I, yeah. an amazing woman. Special. Yeah. So uh, no she, is, she is missed. I mean, no one really likes Charles, but that's okay. I think he knows that too. He knows uh, that. And he's an old guy. 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I don't think he wants to, honestly. I, I just don't really think he cares. But yeah, Lizzie loved it. She loved being queen. It was, you know, she dedicated her life to it. And what a lot of people don't realize, I mean, look, obviously it's great to be a monarch, right? It's an amazing thing. But what, what people don't realize is that it is a life of public service. They are literally like one, they, they have no actual power uh, beyond, you know, the money that they have, but they can't do anything in terms of government. And it's really just everything that I do, uh, I do, everything that they do is to King help. Ben. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, we've seen it. We've yeah. seen <laughs> it. Uh, for those of you that are only on the podcast and not catching the video cast, Ben is pointing out the uh, hokey royalty photo with his face painting, excuse me, not photo, painting with his face in full regalia i'm sure you've seen the advertisements for them on your social media channels yeah they are pretty funny um all right well that is really cool thank you man and i know that we'll do this again we'll have jen book you up for whatever our next 2024 2024 january 24 yo you booked up the whole of 2023 wow all of it's gone yeah popular popular. Jinxie. Oh, oh my. All right. So, Jen, take us <sighs> home because I, I just can't anymore. <laughs> All right, guys. If you want to find out more about Just the Tips coaching, you can text TIPS to 63566. It will literally give you all of the things. Um, now they're going to put sunglasses on and distract me. Um, again, for those of you listening, you are missing Adam and Ben's epic sunglasses right now. But if you text TIPS to 63566, you can get all of the past episodes of our podcast. You can find the links to our podcast on Apple and Spotify. You can get a link to Adam's book, Just the Tips. Uh, book a free hour of coaching with us. All the things. All the things. Um, ben is being eaten by a zombie or turning into a zombie. I'm not sure what's happening right now. I definitely invite you to watch this video version of this podcast that is on all of our social media channels. Um, yeah. Happy Halloween, everybody. I oh, yeah, happy Halloween. Halloween. That's as far as I got into the spirit this year. But all right. Yeah. I'm dressed we'll like a serial week. killer. They look just like everyone else. And yes, we will be back next week with another episode of How I Met Your Mortgage, 1030 in the morning, Mountain Time. Good afternoon, Ben. And that is it. But yeah, thank you for carving out the time, old man. It's uh, a real treat to get to hang out with you live or appreciate you guys over the the interwebs. No doubt. All right. Love you. Peace. Bye, guys.